All right, football fans, we are back for a week four edition of DFS and betting for this weekend. And I have a special guest with me on this episode. We have Mr. Buzz on Tap joining us at the Fantasy Hour on Tap crew this weekend. Buzz, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I am fantastic. I am ready to learn some things from you. I am ready to be a degenerate even more than I already am, and I'm ready to win some money. So let's let's get into this stuff. You know, like I said last weekend when I had Cody on, you know, it's a fun time with betting being now legal in the state of Illinois. We can all be massive degenerates over here at ONTAP. Speaking of which, for ONTAP, you can go follow everybody on Twitter. You can follow me at Premier Amp. You can follow Buzz over here at BuzzOnTap. Follow Fantasy HR on tap as well. Also, the main page with uh, at on tap sports net. But let's dive right into it, Buzz. I just want to ask you right away are you betting on the Bears this weekend? Uh, you know, I am going to because I just have <laughs> I have to. I have to bet on the Bears it's, this weekend. They're at it's uh, dangerous, though, isn't it? It's always oh, yeah. bad, but bet on your own team, everybody says. But you know, they're they're actually, yeah, they're still currently underdogs at uh, you know, two Plus and a half. Yeah, I got plus 130 odds here. Um, So basically, I bet on them every week. And then last week you were with us here um, in the Buzz backyard, and I cashed out because I pussed out. But thank God I did that. (laughs) You you would have lost out on those $4, bro. Yeah. yeah. So win's a win. Right. Um, You know, and like you said, they got a, what was it, a plus 130 odds over there. Um, you know, I tend to stick with like what you say. I go with the money lines. I don't do the over unders because those are very, very dangerous. Uh, plus this one, what are you looking at a 43? So you're looking at both teams scoring 21 plus, and that's going to be very difficult task because they're not known to be doing that. And neither teams are super high scoring teams. Um, so, yeah, with that plus 130, you like to do a lot of parlays. I'm going to learn some stuff this weekend from you with parlays as well. I don't like the fact that they're underdogs at home. I don't – I really don't know why. Is it just because of how highly ranked, I, I guess, the defense is with the Colts? Is that their problem and the switch at quarterback? That The second point that I think you just nailed out there. I mean, maybe the two can correlate. Maybe they can both go together, the fact that – the Colts defense is pretty decent. And then you're going up against a team who's running with a new quarterback right now. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean, everybody's saying that the bears are the worst three and O team in the league. You and I have our doubts. I know that, um, you know, don't tell Lucas. Um, but you know, it's, I, I, that's probably why they're walking in there as underdogs this week, dude. And that, that's my opinion, but they're at home. They're at soldier field. If Nick Foles is actually going to play like he did in the, third well the fourth quarter last week um i know it's a different team in atlanta as a dumpster fire <laughs> I, I you gotta take the underdog with the bears here yeah yeah i i definitely agree on the fact you gotta take the underdog on this one just due to the fact that i i think there should be more of a wash than anything but it's obviously like we said it's in the colts favor um i'm gonna flip to another game that i'm actually staring at right in my face here and i'm actually gonna go with the las vegas raiders versus versus the buffalo bills oh Uh, yeah you got it man yes who are you You know it's it's another team that's a home team and they're the underdogs again yes buffalo has been very very good the only downside the high risk to this game is the fact that i think the raiders are going to be without both rookie wide receivers in brian edwards and uh, Henry Ruggs, which is a big, big 
you know, drop off. And plus, you know, that means that Tredavious White's probably going to be shadowing the only other person you have in Hunter Renfro. But you do also have Darren Waller. But they're at home. It's their second game in the new stadium. I know they won their first one, but I just that's another close game where I would put that parlay. I would parlay at least these two games for sure. I would say, wouldn't you? Oh, well, yeah. So I, I would definitely add this to my uh, to my parlay here just because the odds you have that better chance of hitting. Right. So um, I would take the Bears two underdogs and probably I probably do an eight game parlay this week. I'm thinking about it, probably seven, eight game parlay because there's games that I know that I think I could win. And there's two that I'm confident in that will obviously um, the, with, with two underdogs that I think will win. I do think before you brought that up, that was one game I was going to tell you about. I like the Raiders at home against the Bills. Raiders have only lost to the Patriots this year, and I'm not going to be upset about anybody losing to Bill Belichick and Cam Newton and company. So, um, yeah, that was another one I was going to throw in there is um, Raiders underdog to the Bills. I'm taking the Raiders and uh, Bears underdog uh, to the Colts. I'm taking the Bears. And then pretty much everything else kind of lines up. I mean, there's, you know, you got you got San Francisco, the favorite over Philly which I'd probably, I'll probably take San Francisco. Um, you have New Orleans favored over Detroit. Obviously, I'm taking New Orleans there. You have Houston over Minnesota. I'm taking Houston. Um, so, yeah, I, and then I'm staying away from the Cincinnati-Jacksonville game. I'm probably not going to add that to my parlay because that's just a crapshoot, and I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen there, and I just don't want to touch that one. Because I could see that one being like the game last week I got screwed on when it was Detroit yeah. and Arizona last week, and that was the whole reason I asked you. I'm like, should I cash out? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> and then it was just like, yeah, I was going to cash out and be done with it. But, yeah, so that, that's one game I wouldn't touch this week personally. So looking at this, though, when I look at the parlays, like I I asked you last week on when we were in the buzz, buzz yard or buzz backyard, whatever you call it. I miss that. Um, but when you parlay, is it more about trying to stack the numbers? So like hypothetically looking at that Bears game, like we said, they're a plus was it 130. We said they're a plus 130. The Raiders are a plus 146. So is it kind of about evening out the number. So if you were to do that, you're looking at about a 276. Are you trying to look at then teams per se, like the bucks? Like what if I clicked on, I, like I said, I haven't done this much. If I were to parlay just these three games in a row, am I still going to make money with the bears, the bucks and the Raiders? How? Yeah. I'm you're so trying to learn, like I said, I'm trying to learn the parlays. Is that balancing out the numbers? Oh, okay. You're It'd still yeah, be six basically. bucks. Well, basically what you're doing here is the more teams that you bet on within a parlay, the greater the odds are going to go up, you know, or or, are going to be against you. And what I mean by that is FanDuel Sportsbook, which is what I use. I I, I love FanDuel. That's pretty much the only one that I use. Um, It's going to stack up the the odds against you. So, like, if you have, like, an eight-game parlay, it's probably going to be, like, even though you have a couple favorites – FanDuel's like, okay, well, he needs to hit on eight games to make this money. Okay. So that's why it's so big like that. So like the games that I was telling you about, I have my phone out right now. And if anybody's, you know, anybody listening to this right now, just be sure you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. So I'm taking Arizona, right? I'm taking Baltimore over the Washington football team. I'm taking Dallas over Cleveland. I told everybody I'm staying away from Cincinnati and Jacksonville. I just don't like that game. I don't want to put that in my parlay. I'm taking Houston over Minnesota. I'm taking the Saints over the Lions. I'm taking the Seahawks over the Dolphins. And then I'm rounding this out with the Bears, 
over the Colts and the Raiders over the Bills. Now, this is an eight-team parlay. This is an eight-game parlay here, right? So, I have plus 400, uh, I'm sorry, plus 4,650 odds on that, if you could see that on the screen. So, yeah. if I put down $10 on that, I can win $465.04. So, that's the basis of a parlay, as I'm... As I so as I just noted, stacking the odds, okay. right? It, it's it's just how I noted to you. It's they are taking. I only picked two underdogs out of all those games that I picked, and that was the Bears, and that hmm. was the uh, Raiders. It's because you're picking so many teams to win. You're you're essentially picking half the NFL schedule. So it's just yeah. there. You know you know what I mean. So basically. That's why it stacks those odds up. So a $10 bet here, or if you want to be like me usually, and I'm not going to lie to everybody <laughs> on here, I, I'll throw a buck down. If I bet $1 on these eight still games, win amp, 46 bucks. <laughs> I still win $46. Yep. So, you know, you like to have fun. You're not a big baller like everybody else. I'm not going to lie to you. You're just like me. We're two blue-collar guys that go work jobs that we don't feel like working. We podcast and watch sports and cover these things you know, for fun. So I take a dollar, I'll throw it on that on Sunday amp. I'll, I'll throw a dollar down on that. And if it all comes to fruition, Hey man, I'm going to win 46 bucks. Now, if it doesn't come, you always have that beautiful opt out option where you can cash out. So if you're winning, (laughs) if you're winning six games and FanDuel goes, Oh shit. Okay. Okay. He might be winning this. Give him the cash out option. You could do what I did last week. You could puss out. I made $11 last week. I walked away and I only bet a buck. It, it felt good. It felt See, good. But you also just, you know, like you said, you you could you could pull the cash out move too, which is perfectly fine because the one thing that I said and, and you agreed with me last weekend was, if you're the regular everyday person that works a blue collar job and you're just trying to make a couple bucks off of this here and there, and use my favorite favorite phrase, build the bankroll. I like to yes. build the bankroll because. Once you can build your bankroll, if you need the money in in life, then you need the money in life. If not, you're building your bankroll into being able to do other things. So, you know, in three weeks time, if you've just been clocking in at school, you know, making 50 bucks here and there. Well, in four weeks, you could go, all right, I'm going to take that $200 I've now made and I'm actually going to feel good. Maybe I'll downplay my parlay and only do four but I can throw 50 down and then win even more off of that. It's, it's, you know, to build off of it, as long as you're not throwing your own money back in. And as I always say too, when it comes to gambling, just make sure you're smart with it. Um, you know, yeah, don't, be safe get, with don't it. get crazy. Right. Right. We may say we're degenerates, but you know, be smart with it. Don't go over the top. You know, there's always that type of stuff. So be smart with it. But I like that. I'm going to have to, you know, uh, I'm going to have to dive into the parlays this weekend. I told you too. the one thing I like to do a lot, which is a big bankroll builder for me, is I like to do the anytime touchdown scores or the first time touchdown scores. If you know the games, it depends on some of the teams. If you're banking on like a Saints game and you're going to pick Kamara to score the first touchdown, you're not making much off of that one unless you're throwing a lot down on it. You could throw a buck or two, but you're probably going to end up. I don't know what it is right in front of me, but you might only win three, four four bucks. Yeah, three, four bucks, but you'd pick, <laughs> like my degenerate self, I always throw a dollar on one of the Bears players to score first because what if it happened? You know, I've, for the last two or three weeks, I've thrown down a dollar on Cole Komet. Shout, a, shout out to Beat on 300 over there. 300. You know, it, 
300. Yeah, you know, to score the first touchdown. Because it's going to happen one of these times when I place down a dollar, Buzz. You know it's going to happen. Or it's going to be the week I go, eh, I'm not going to put that dollar down. But, you know, it's one that I like to use to build a bankroll. It doesn't have to be your favorite team. It could be any team you feel confident in. Um, I have a tendency to do, like, two on the noon games. And then if I've won something, then I'll go stick in for the Sunday night or Monday night game. Normally when I do the Monday night game, I'm at work and I'm like, Oh, he popped a bottle over there. You know, I got that that Creek water, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I'm like, uh, on a Monday, I wait until I'm at work and I don't feel good about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just throw a dollar on a, you know, random play there. But well, like I said, with the betting on here and, you know, being relatable, I'm sure there's people that throw down way more money than we do that listen to the show. And there's probably people that, that do the same thing. One thing that I've really, to be honest with you, thoroughly enjoyed ever since I left fantasy sports besides DFS, because let's, let's be honest here. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't do FanDuel, regular FanDuel. Yeah. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't do that. Um, you know, so I do that every week. I always put in a lineup just because you and I would do that. And I think that's fun. I like to do that. But ever since I left fantasy sports and, you know, sports betting's become legal this year here in Illinois, it gives me stake in these other games. And it's yeah. fun to and it's fun to like pay attention to it a little bit. And it, like I said, I'm not paying with a huge break, uh, bankroll here. I'm throwing down a buck. If I feel super confident, I'll throw down a ten dollar bet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so that's just yeah. kind of how I'll do things. But I'll probably throw down a dollar tomorrow on that big parlay. Walk away hopefully with forty six dollars or cash out like a puss and walk away with some money and call it a day. But that's that's a cool thing about this is you're invested into all the games. You're invested into learning the players without having to be like super diehard into regular fantasy. You know, and no, I, I agree with that. And it made me even more invested. I won't uh, rip the bandaid off the wound quite totally here, buzz, but you know, I threw a buck down the other day. This is switching sports for a second, but I threw that buck down on that, uh, that home run for the white Sox, And then I come through and I look at my phone a little bit later and I go, Oh, well that's not going to happen now. Thanks. Eli, you left the game. Yeah, so yeah. That, that uh, kind of shot me in the foot. No pun intended on that one. You know what's funny? I actually had a um, five dollar bet down on Luis Robert to hit a home run, and he did. You're, you're a dick. Yeah. Why didn't you I, tell me that one? I, I just <laughs> I picked Robert. You didn't ask me about game three. You asked me about game two. Was it game two? Yeah, you texted me on game two. Oh darn it! I yeah, should've, I should have listened on game three then. Yeah, but I, it's unfortunate, you know. Uh, but that's why I say sometimes it's just fun. If you build that bankroll too, you can have these fun little bets too. So, right. Um, you know, like I said, just have fun with the parlays. You know, you obviously can make some money on those. But let's dive into some players uh, for FanDuel DFS this week. Uh, my article will be coming out, you know, in the morning, technically when this drops as well. But uh, this week, Buzz, I said it on the previous show, and I feel absolutely sick to say this man's name, but I really like to play Jared Goff at quarterback this week for some dumb, dumb reason. Uh, cheap quarterback play, but he's playing the New York Giants, buddy. Yeah, Can't no, that, that's wrong there. Yeah, that's not a bad play at all. He's playing the Giants, whose defense is what we we saw them in week one here, in Chicago, or week two, I'm sorry, uh, with the Bears. Definitely a good play that opens up, opens you up to, you know, expand that bankroll a little bit to, to other players that could be effective. Um, so you threw a quarterback out there. I'm actually going to throw a, a running back. I like, uh, Chris Carson out of Seattle this week. 
Um, I have not locked my lineup in yet. I usually don't do it till either Saturday night or Sunday morning, but him going up against a Miami Dolphins pass rush that I don't think is too scary. Um, you know, I think that Chris Carson's going to be a big play. And the reason I think that is because I think Seattle's going to get ahead right away on, um, on Miami. And I think that they're going to get run heavy because they're not going to keep airing it out when Russell Wilson shits down Miami's throats. So I took Chris, I took Chris Carter. I, so, I had Chris Carson sitting there. <laughs> so the only thing, and, and actually the one thing I want to b- bring up about Carson that I do like this week um, is he's got the questionable tag and they've been very optimistic about him practicing this week. There was a scare where he wasn't going to play. Right. The only thing that scares that will scare people off. And this is why I like this. I'd actually have to go and look, I'm going to look on Sunday morning and I, um, I look on Roto Grinder and Roto Grinder tells you the ownage percentage. Mm-hmm. I bet you he's going to be super low owned this week because people will be scared to play him because of the injury. People are going to fear that they're going to go off of him in those running situations and go to Carlos Hyde or whatnot. But if he's healthy, he's playing. Um, I'm going to name a second running back just because I Absolutely. think go ahead. that I that I just think this player is just can't miss this week he is a higher price but like you said it expands the bankroll with going low at quarterback i think dalvin cook absolutely destroys the houston defense this week houston's first rush defense in the league right now i think he's just gonna slice and dice him not saying minnesota wins the game i just think he's gonna run all over them yeah it's sad to see what's actually going down in houston right now because uh i thought they were a young promising team last year um, and then kind of seeing that transformation into this year is kind of hard to watch. But yeah, no, um, I, I you're going to laugh. I still cannot bring myself <laughs> to pick anybody in the NFC North. It's not a Chicago Bear. Um, that's what one of my downfalls in regular fantasy was. And it's the same thing with DFS. I can't pick a Lion, a Packer or a Viking. But I. I also like Nick Chubb against um, against Dallas for another okay. running back just for, you know, Chubb, he's been really good this year. And then, I mean, do we do we have to say Alvin Kamara? I mean, does everybody already know that? Yeah, like, everybody knows that with Michael Thomas out. Uh, the, the thing that helps Chubb is, I believe, um, Kareem Hunt could be in danger of not playing. So that just means more time for Nick Chubb as well. Right. That's why I brought uh, that up is because they were saying that Hunt was, from what I saw, uh, I think it was limited, reported by right? Yahoo, he was likely not to play. Yeah. But I'm going to dial it back. I'm going to go to wide receiver really quick, and I'm actually going to go back to that Minnesota-Houston game. And I hate to say this one because he screwed me in week two, but I'm going back to Will Fuller because I think he's due another big week. Um, Minnesota is going to be, I think they're without a corner in this game, I believe is what I saw. So that just opens it up for Fuller. I just think that they're also going to have this this isn't going to be a typical shootout, but it is going to be one of those games where the the ball gets aired out uh, a ton from, you know, uh, Sean Watson. And I hope that it's fuller. And that's a kind of more mid-grade wide receiver to go after this week. You got I, a receiver buzz? Yeah, I do have a receiver. I'm, I, I, well, to be honest with you, I really do like... Um, I like Kenny Galladay this week. I knew New Orleans has a pretty decent D, but you know he's back. With an and, NFC North player. I know. I like how I, <laughs> I. I don't have him chosen yet, but I like him. I'm, we're doing this to win people money. Um, I like him. I like Tyler Lockett also against Miami, um, yeah. because like I said, taking Carson, who's I, if he p- plays, which everything I've read, he's going to play, but taking a guy like Lockett when Seattle comes out in the first two quarters, airs it out and starts kicking the shit out of Miami. 
he's a good player to have. Um, sleeper, Odell Beckham Jr. against Dallas. Gross, but true. <laughs> yeah, dude, Dallas sucks, dude. <laughs> they, they they do. They they uh, they just like to put up the points and then go down from there. Um, they put up the points against Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, that's their only win, isn't it? Isn't Dallas one and two? Yes, they are. They currently <laughs> one and two. Um, so I'm gonna swap. I'm gonna swap over here to tight ends for the week. And this, obviously, if you expand your bankroll and you go a little bit lower end, I think obviously Travis Kelsey is one of those tight ends. Even though he is a top tight end on the board this week, he is not. He you can't miss on that one. He's gonna get you 15 to 20 on the regular. So if you could squeeze him in that lineup. Uh, now that I actually think about it, Buzz, I think Darren Waller for the Vegas Raiders is another good option because of the loss of production at wide receiver they have. I actually Absolutely. did not think of that originally when I was looking at my lineups, but now I now I believe that. You know, Do I you have actually, I no, I really wasn't looking at Waller either, but that's actually a good idea. So I'm going to substitute him in because I took Jimmy Graham. Wow, you know who else had Jimmy Graham, Buzz? Did you really? Yep, I have him in there. Um, <laughs> I, I just, had Jimmy Graham in, dude. Jimmy Graham's been fire. Yeah, like, for his price, that expands your bankroll as, as well. And right, well, he's only fifty three hundred. Yeah, fifty three hundred dollars yeah. this week. So, Buzz, the way I look at it, and the way I was originally taught about three years ago on how to play FanDuel, especially FanDuel, is you want to have a two times value. So at this point, uh, Jimmy Graham only needs to score ten point six points to be uh, at his value. And last week, uh, by my calculations, he scored 21. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he uh, smashed his value last week. Yeah, so it's a good play. It's a good play. I think that, yes, he had 10 targets last week. I don't think he sees 10 this week. But if he catches his bare minimum targets and gets in the end zone at least one time, he will smash that value out of the park. Um, I could see him scoring probably roughly 12 points, which is what you want at that number. But I think it's a good choice this week, especially with Nick Bowles taking over. Nick Bowles, I believe, I truly think he likes to throw to the tight end more often. Uh, so I think that that would be a really good play in that that realm of everything. I also um, like Tyler Higby too. I, I hate Tyler Higby, but you don't want to, you don't, you don't think he's a good play against the Giants. I mean, he's probably a great play. I mean, I took freaking Jared Goff, so he's got to throw. <laughs> I just personally don't like Higby, and I said that on the show previously because I just think that he's going to be one of those good week, bad week, good week, bad week type tight ends where he, at the end of the year, levels out to have good numbers, but you just don't know when that week's coming. If I were to go off of, actually, you know what, Buzz? Looking at this, he had a bad week one, a really good week two, or a bad week three. So he's probably due for a good week this week in week four. He's probably that every other. So that might be his trend. So you might be right, and he's also cheap as well this week um, to an extent. But I like that. Now, the way I want to end this, when it comes to DFS, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. I don't really dive too hard into defenses unless it's anybody playing the New York Jets. But I just don't dive into that because defenses are defenses and you don't want to always spend the high end, which is always five grand on on a defense. I think if you can find a defense that, you know, you're going to get a decent production out of. I try to wait towards the bitter end to put a defense in. What do you look at? You do you look at what the matchup is or do you not? Nine times out of 10, I play matchup when it comes to defense. 2018 DFS, I cheesed the Bears 
every single time because I mean they had a legally you know lead leading 27 takeovers that year countless defensive touchdowns it was easy to pick them because you knew you were going to get points there um this week for DFS man the Colts they have the Colts at $4,900 they're the second highest rated defense on this list I don't think that's a good play and that's because I, I maybe because I'm a homer a little bit. <laughs> I but I agree that's a very hard play because at 4900 you need them to score around 10 points, and I don't think they score 10 this week. Could you right. start off with 10? So I don't see them getting a bunch of high numbers off this off this Bears um, this Bears offense. I mean they they might end with like six or seven which is fine, but I think you could get that out of another team somewhere down the road. I honestly, this week, I'm taking for $3,800. I think I'm just going to take the Arizona Cardinals defense against the Carolina Panthers. An away team. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I I think I'm going to take because I don't think, you know, Carolina blows. They do. I I know last week they beat the Chargers, that's correct? Yes. That, yes. Yeah. yeah that's the, why you pushed out of your. Uh, oh, that, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I pushed out. Yep. So I pushed out the parlay. Damn it. But yeah, I, I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'll take the Cardinals defense this week because the Chargers just blew last week, and the, and the Cardinals have a good offense that uh, is oh, going to you know on their, on their side. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the only other defense I'm gonna throw in there, slightly homer pick, but it is the Bears defense at home playing Philip Rivers. I, my big thing is they don't put up a lot of points. They, right. I mean, they've been in the 20 range, but the Bears have been keeping teams low. And I know that I through my years of playing fantasy, Philip Rivers likes to throw the damn ball to the other team a bunch in a game. So uh, I could see the Bears getting a, a pick or two in a couple sacks. And If the Bears never- front seven performs the way that they should with Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, and Akeem Hicks, you know, up up front, and then, of course, you know, our linebacking court, like, they're they're in trouble. Phillip Rivers is a, not a mobile quarterback. A little bit of pressure here and there is going to take him out. They have a good offensive line, but they're not going to hold up the whole game. I know that seems biased, but I think for 4,100, I think you're going to get the eight points out of them. I mean – what did they get last week, Buzz? Let me see here. Four. I mean, but that's because they let up 26 points. But you look at, like, what they spotted the Giants. They got 12 in that game. So I could see them around eight. But I do – I might actually steal your, your defense this week. I actually like that play for 3,800. That opens up a wide range. That's why I like to go low on defenses because you can play up high in a lot of other spots. Exactly. And you're going to get most of your points from the other spots. Like, and that's, you know, what some, that's what took me a little bit of a long time to learn what, because I tried to even it out, you know what I mean? And take like the high end players everywhere that I could, but I started to even it out with like a, you know, a, a sleeper play here or a lower value play here because you know, you think you'll get the points. It's all about studying the matchups and uh, pretty much talking to you. So you should tweet at Premier Amp because uh definitely won me some money in DFS. That's for damn sure. So uh, any there, advice, you know, <laughs> definitely biggest, go to you. The biggest advice I always have is there's so much talent at wide receiver. You could play so low there and do just fine. And I know there's, like I said, there's so much value, and I won't even dive into all of it. Um, but I will be having, you know, my DFS article drop in here um, Saturday morning. So it, there will be plenty of players in that one to check out. But you know what, Buzz? I want to thank you for joining me on this episode. 
Um, we got football this weekend. We are one game short due to, uh, you know, like we talked about, me and Pat Bodeway did. Uh, there was a little COVID outbreak for the Tennessee Titans, so the Tennessee versus Steelers game is postponed. I think they actually announced it's in week seven now, and the Steelers week seven matchup is now in week eight. I, I, my mind is like, boom, I don't know what they're doing anymore. But hopefully everything is good because I know the other report was if anybody else uh, comes up positive in the next two days, Tennessee's uh, week five matchup could be in jeopardy as well. So that's yeah. that's that's a sketchy situation. But the positive is, Buzz, nobody from the Vikings has tested positive. So at the same time, you know, at least it's contained into one team. Maybe we put that team in a bubble and you're done with your season. Maybe they're the real 3-0 and imposters in the league right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but thank you, Buzz, for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, let's win some money this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, everybody tweet at Premier Amp. I'm, I'm plugging my guy just because I'm, I'm telling you he's won me money. So make sure you're tweeting him and uh, at Pat Bodeway for all your fantasy questions. And uh, thanks for having me on, man. It was fun. And as we get better at this, you know, we'll uh, hopefully be able to play with a lot more money than just our dollar bets. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, buddy. So like I said at the beginning, make sure you go and follow all the pages. Follow me at Premier Amp. Follow Buzz at Buzz on Tap. Follow Fantasy HR on tap as well and our main page at ONTAP Sportsnet. Thank you, everybody. Good luck this weekend. Be smart, be safe, be good, and enjoy football this weekend.